Hey, it's Fitness Minus the BS. I'm your host, Jeff. And today I have uh, I have a guest on. I have, I have uh, Tracy Welts with us. Good morning, Tracy. Good morning. Hey, so um, today I wanted to chat with uh, Tracy. Oh, I've known Tracy for a long time. Uh, <laughs> Quite some time. <laughs> but uh, she also became an online client of mine about a year ago. Is that right? About a year and three months ago, December 2019. A year and three months. And she also just happens to be uh, a, a pretty big success story that I basically just want to brag about for the next uh, 20 <laughs> minutes or so. Uh, but no, I want, I want her to share her story. I think, you know, everyone's story is a little bit different. And I think everyone's story can reach somebody different. Um, there's going to be somebody out there that's going to relate to this. And, you know, maybe, again... It doesn't necessarily need to be with me, but maybe this starts uh, to getting yourself in shape and kind of taking back uh, your health and your life and all that good stuff. So, Tracy, the, the first thing I just want to chat about, because I want um, I want people to get an idea for where you were when you started. Right. So we're back in December of 2019 uh, and you decided to send me a message. Talk, talk to me about where you were uh, mentally and physically at the time. Well, physically, I was nowhere. And mentally, I was, I was done feeling awful about myself and everything, pictures, clothes. I just, I would like, I was so uncomfortable in my own skin. It wasn't even funny anymore. Um, I mean, I weighed, I'm pretty sure I was almost 200 pounds when I first messaged you. And by my first weigh-in, I think I was around 190. Um I, I mean, as a girl that's 5'4", I never felt like I was 200 pounds, but looking at pictures, like, I, I was. I was 200 pounds. I was not comfortable. I was, I just, I never wanted to be in pictures. And then my best friend, who is also one of your clients, Jamie, started training with you, and I just kept watching her change. And, you know, what? I was like, hey, I, and motivation hit me. And I was like, I don't care that it's December. Like everybody says, oh, I'm going to. So I said, why don't I just start now and go for it? And I dove in pretty head first with you um, December 1st. And I was just like, I'm, I'm sure I was probably annoying you so much by messaging you like every day. I'm like, when can I start? When can I start? Because it was just a matter of I, I didn't want to lose that motivation that I was feeling that I was going to change the way that I looked, the way that I felt, and no more hiding in pictures. Yeah, no, and I, and I told you when you got started, I, I actually, if you remember, I think I tried to talk you out of starting in December because <laughs> it was, it, it's it's probably the worst time to get started, not necessarily on getting your shit together in terms of like paying attention to your food, you know, I'm, I'm not saying, you know, just completely blow yourself up in December, but starting a diet yeah. in that in that month is is something that I advise a majority of my clients not to do. Uh, but you were you're right. You're pretty you were pretty set on it. So, <laughs> but we you know and to your to your credit, you crushed it. You did you did a great job. Um, but when we got when we got started, right? You you were you had you had you know a bunch of motivation. You were ready to go. Um, Talk to me about we we you struggled a little bit early and and I don't know if I ever told you this but um your uh, your girlfriend Jamie told me that you you had considered quitting a couple times 
uh, in the beginning. So talk to me, talk to me a little bit. First of all, I don't even think we tell this. What, how much weight are you down now? I'm down a total of 40 pounds in over a year and three months. I just ended my last cut and that made me hit that 40 pounds finally. Right. So, and I just wanted to say that because in the beginning, you, you know, talk, talk to me about that early struggle. Talk to me about what was, what was going through your head because you did, you had a lot of questions, which is fine. I, I expect that. Um, but you also had a lot of doubt. And I think a lot of people share that doubt because they've tried things in the past and, and it hasn't worked out for them. So as soon as we have that first weigh in that doesn't go our way, right. Or yeah. weight's not coming off, you know, as fast as you would like it to, you know, people, it's, it, people start to have that doubt creep in. So talk to me about that. Um, well, in the beginning, the first couple of weeks were fine. Um, it was just more, I, I don't know that I knew what I was doing. And I felt like, you know, with the online program, like you're, you're not there with me every day and I'm not in a gym and I'm not seeing you. And I think I just, I got in my own head about like, oh, I, I can't make this work. I can't figure this out on my own. And then it, it was, it, it was a struggle. And I, you know, I wasn't in a gym at the time and I was trying to figure things out. And like, if I didn't get a message from you right away, I was like, that's it. He doesn't want to coach me anymore. <laughs> and I don't even know why that was. <laughs> I know it sounds so silly, but I, I was, my body started talking me out of it. And I was like, no, I've got to stay motivated. I've, I've got to stay in this he can't, he can't message me every second of every day. And I think I was just, I was scared and nervous. And like I said, I didn't know what I was doing. And I think that, um, that was a little difficult for me because I felt like you were now my personal assistant <laughs> and personal trainer that could answer any question that I had. And when I didn't get that attention, I was like, okay, Tracy, you're being ridiculous. And Jamie talked me off the ledge and she's like, you know, it may not be going the way, but you started in December. You've got your busiest month of the year. Like, just just take it easy and regroup in January. Just do the basics and go through it. And then after the first couple weeks of January, if you still feel the same way, then you're done. And that's all there is to it. You you tried it. You It didn't work for you. But it was after that first week in January, I had to go to San Francisco for a work trip. And I, I was kind that. of freaking right. out. Yeah, I was like, I was kind of freaking out because I was like, I don't know what to eat. I don't have time to eat. I can't work out. Like, there's no gym. Like, I was trying to figure out a meal plan situation. <laughs> like, I think I just, I over, I over tried to prepare myself when it really could be simple. Like, I could go eat a sandwich and not just don't put a bunch of stuff on it and be a little more cautious about what kind of bread you choose or something. And like you just told me, you're like, you're not going to be able to count every calorie when you're traveling. It just doesn't work that way because you're not preparing your own food. So just stick to basic foods. And once you said that to me, I was like, why am I blowing this out of proportion? Like, I think I just wanted to do so well that I, I overshot it and got inside my own head. And I really just needed to kind of like, okay, take this one step at a time. Because after I got back from San Francisco, I was all in and I had already lost a few pounds just 
between December and those first weeks, I think I was down like five pounds and it was like one pair of pants just fit a little better. I know mm-hmm. five pounds doesn't seem like a lot, but it was like one pair of pants. And I was like, I can do this. I, I can do this. And then I don't know, like all that doubt just kind of went away somewhere and I just stuck to it. I think, yeah, the, the period of time that you're talking about is I think everyone, all of, all of my online clients would probably agree because there is a period of time where when you start, you are ready to go. You, you're ready to lose weight yesterday, right? And yeah. the problem is most people have been conditioned through the shitty, shitty uh, fitness industry that, you know, that's it. You just flip a switch and then you just start losing, you know, you lose 10 pounds a week. That's just how it goes. And yeah. You know, there, there, there are a lot of extreme crazy things that you can do if that's all you're interested in. But I think anybody listening knows what happens when you're done with all those crazy extreme things and it's the weight comes back. So with you and with everybody, you know, the first few weeks, like you're, you're actually getting a crash course in nutrition. You know what I mean? Like you're, you were having to learn about protein and carbs and fat and how to put those things together, right? Like we didn't tell you what to eat. I wasn't saying like, all right, yeah. for breakfast, you're going to have two egg whites <laughs> and half a scoop of oatmeal. We didn't do that. We, we gave you guidelines. Yeah. And the reason that it takes that little bit of time is you have to learn how to do that. But once you, once you put those pieces together, like you're talking about, when we're actually ready to start cutting, you are now in charge of your own meal plan. You don't need anybody to tell you what to eat. You are able to say... I, I want to have this for breakfast. And if you could fit it into the guidelines that, that you were given, there was no problem. Yeah. So I, I just, I was overcomplicating it in my head and I really just needed to be like, okay, look at the proteins, look at the fats, look at the carbs. Cause I started, I think I messaged you and I was like, I'm not getting enough iron. You're like, why do you need enough? <laughs> like, what are you even talking about? Who's telling you you need iron? And I was like, I don't know. It's just, they're all on these, on this thing. And I need to know, I need to fill in all of the lines. And you're like, nope, just stick to these three. And it was, again, I was just, I was in my head overcomplicating it. And I think I just, I I didn't know what I was doing. So a lot of that comes from the, you know, I I call it, you know, it's called paralyzation by analyzation, right? So there's so much, because here's, here's where the problem comes in. You've got you know, actual nutrition, right? Like what, what you should know about your nutrition. And then you've got the supplement industry that needs to turn a profit off of your nutritional habits. So what they're going to do is they're going to tell you, they're going to prey on the people that are struggling. It's like, oh, are you not losing weight? Oh, it's because you're deficient in this, you know, in, in <laughs> iron or in magnesium or in, not that you don't need all of those things. Like those are all things that you need in your diet. But it's not the problem when it comes to fat loss. Like they've got all they've got all these people convinced that it's, you know, it's hormone imbalances and it's, you know, that you're not having enough of this, you know, hazelnut, witch cranberry <laughs> extract thing. And it, it's it's all just to get money out of you. When in reality, the problem is there's about five supplements, five that are that have, that have been shown with enough evidence that they actually work, that deserve your money. And the problem is those supplements are not very expensive and you don't need to buy them very often, right? So they can't, they can't run an industry off of that. 
they need you buying, not only do they need you buying protein powder, but they need you buying amino acids, which is the exact same goddamn thing. And Mm -hmm. they've convinced you that like, so protein, because most people don't know any, you know, they don't know basic nutrition. Protein is made of amino acids, right? When you break down protein, you get amino acids. So if you're eating enough protein, what the hell do you need to take amino acids for? In addition. (laughs) And the answer to that is so that the supplement industry can make more money. So you have all these, you know, all these different supplements, all these different fat burners and, um, you know, uh, you know, caffeine works, right? Caffeine's one of those five. I think that's, I don't think that's that's disputable at this point. Um, But there's just so much going on that you, you just don't know what to do. When in reality, it really broke down to how many calories are you consuming, right? I mean, mm-hmm. and, and I guess, uh, you know, we should, we should touch on that. Um, I preach a lot about calorie deficits, right? A lot. Yeah. You know, it's a pretty common theme. Somebody that lost, you're somebody that lost 40 pounds. Was it, did it have anything to do with anything other than keeping your calories in check and your activity level up? That's when you, when you factor it all down, those are the only two things that it was. It was calorie down activity up honestly it was that right. simple and my and my job was just to help you interpret the data week to week right you would yeah. you would weigh in and and this is for everybody listening this is exactly how my nutrition meetings go right here they check in and they're either down in weight and super happy and everything's amazing <laughs> or they didn't lose or maybe perhaps up in weight and they're ready to commit suicide. <laughs> those, those are the only kinds of calls that I have. And <laughs> I have to, I have to be able to balance between like, okay, you're down. That's awesome. Let's keep going. And you're not down. There's a hundred different reasons why that could be. And a majority of them are not that you gained body fat. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> It is like, and Tracy, did you lose weight every single week? No. No. No, the, I didn't. Yeah. But there, there were weeks when you went up in weight, right? Yes, which it, it is frustrating because you feel like you did everything right. And I think and, you, you look at it as like this badge of honor, like, yes, I went down. But in actuality, you're, you're continuously going down. It's just, again, water weight fluctuations. Who knows what happened? You could be, you know, that time of the month for you. Like there's so many different factors that can contribute to one day being up. But it, it really does. Like when you get on the scale that morning for your check-in and you're just like, oh, crap, I have to tell them I'm up. It, it does hit you mentally that you're just like, oh, oh God, what, what happened? What did I do wrong? And in actuality, you probably did nothing wrong. You did everything right. It's just a funky week. Yeah, it's, and I, and I joke with everybody and I, I probably said this to you, it's like, I, you know, before I even say this, patent pending, nobody else do this. I'm going to get a scale that doesn't give you actual numbers. It gives you a code that you have to then relay to me. And then I can, I can put that code into something that tells me what the weight is. Because if you ladies didn't know how much you weighed week to week, my job would be so much easier. Because then... <laughs> All you would have to go by is how you looked, how you felt, how your clothes fit, like all the things that actually matter, because guess what? Nobody gives a shit how much you weigh. 
Nobody. Very true. It's very okay. true. I just told somebody, you know, I was like, you know, a conversation that's never happened. A group of guys sitting around going like, wow, man, you see that girl over there? She looks pretty hot. I wonder how much she weighs. That's never happened. <laughs> that has never she happened. She must weigh one, 145. Yeah. I, I take 145. <laughs> or some guy, some guys like, oh, what happened, what happened to your girlfriend? Oh, we broke up, man. I saw her driver's license. She weighs like 150 pounds. Nobody cares. Nobody cares <laughs> you, except you. I know. It's true. And that scale would be amazing because I honestly didn't even own a scale before I met you because I never wanted to know. Like, it was just, it was what it was. It was like, oh, my pants fit better this week. I must have lost weight. Like, I never owned a scale. And now it's like, now it is a thing. So I'm like, Jeff, I'm going to throw my scale away and not weigh in anymore. <laughs> it's up to you to figure oh, it out. I'll just send you pictures I every week. But that's, the, I mean, that's, I guess that's the thing is it's like, if you're, if you're, if you're not going to do anything with the information, why, I mean, why weigh yourself? You know, if you're not, yeah. if you're not actively trying to change it, who cares? I mean, spin, just spin a wheel and have it land on a number. Cause that's about as useful as the information is. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Very true. It's very uh, true. <laughs> but so briefly, I want you to touch on something and I want you to talk about it from your own perspective. Um, and maybe not now. I think now you probably have a much different relationship with it. But talk about the first time I was, I told you that we had to go into maintenance. Oh, um, I was like, what's this maintenance thing? I don't, I don't have to pay attention anymore. And you're like, no, you still have to pay attention. Um, maintenance was scary in the sense that I thought I was going to give it all back. I thought I was just like, okay, this is the end of my six weeks, eight weeks. I think it was my first 12 week cut and three months in. And I just remember going, I don't know how to do this after the fact, like, what do I do? And it was, it was just as it, it's doing the same things. You just get to eat a little bit more food. Like you get to put cheese on top of stuff and add sour cream and little things like that. You just add some stuff back in and don't give it all away, but go have pizza go have pasta, just realize that you can't eat all of the pasta and every day of the week. And it's, it's really more about balance and coming into maintenance. I think I was so excited because I was like, I just need to eat something bad. Like I need to have a whole bottle of wine, even though I'm, I'm not a lush, I promise. But um, <laughs> I was like, I'm not a lush. That totally sounds like I am. There but are people, there are people well, on this podcast listening right now that were like, I know, I know exactly what she's saying. I feel, <laughs> I feel her. Um, it was just like, I needed to not have to count every single micro tiny piece of food. And it was nice to kind of relax, but it's, you still needed the balance. You still needed your four workouts. You still needed to move your activity level couldn't completely go down even though it didn't need to be as up I wasn't really creating that calorie deficit I was just keeping my calories and my my um activity level at the same level so I wasn't going up or down I was really just in the middle um but that took a couple of weeks to figure out too because you don't want to give it all back. So it's like you, I think the first week out of your cut, you're still kind of in cut mode. Like you're like, okay, I can't, I can have one bad day, but the rest of my days need to add up or I can add a couple things or I can have a glass of wine today. 
but it was like, I still was watching everything. I still was counting. I still was meal prepping. And then you kind of come to a balance. You're like, okay, I know kind of what four ounces of chicken looks like now. Um, I can do five ounces. And that mentality is completely different in the sense that you'll know the minute you go too far over your calories, like after a little bit, like this is now my third round of maintenance. So after three rounds of maintenance, I now can figure it out. I can balance it a lot better. But that first one, I still feel like you're in cut mode for the first two weeks because you're still really counting everything. You're still really paying attention. And then you're like, okay, I still have 200 calories because you've given us more calories. Mm -hmm. And then you realize, okay, now I can fit in that glass of wine or now I can figure this out. It does take, I, I think it took me a month to really figure out maintenance. Not that my weight went up or down in those four weeks. It was just, you still need to pay attention, but give yourself a little freedom. And that balance is, is tricky, but once you get, like I said, about a month into maintenance for the first time, I feel like you find the balance. You realize where you can eat and where you can't eat. Um, and then you also know how to bring it back. Right. And just to give it like an actual definition is, you know, maintenance is these, the periods in between cuts. So like when we have somebody, you know, like Tracy that, you know, she's down 40 pounds, we don't take Tracy on a 40 pound or, you know, a cut until she loses 40 pounds. Right. And that's exactly why a lot of people fail is they try to do that whole thing in one gulp, right? They're trying to, you know, lose 40 pounds. That's crazy. That's, that's crazy. Dieting. You, so your brain fog with dieting that whole, that long. Oh, it's not going to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're, if you, even if you tried to do that, even people that tell you like they, they did that or that, you know, they went and lost all that one, they're probably going to rebound Two, they definitely fell off the wagon at some point in the middle somewhere. Nobody diets 40 pounds off perfectly. It doesn't happen. So instead of, you know, going crazy in the middle, we, you know, what we, what we do is we have people take maintenance breaks. So she dieted for 12 weeks, you know, she loses, you know, somewhere around 1% of her body weight. So like probably what, 15 ish pounds, 15 to 20 pounds tops. I think my first cut was like 16 pounds. Right. So you knock off that 16 pounds and then we go into maintenance where we bring the calories back up. So this is, you know, two reasons. One, um, dieting is, is very, very fatiguing, right? Mentally mm -hmm. and physically, right? Mentally in the sense that you can't have a whole bottle of wine when you want one and you can't, uh, you know, you can't eat maybe as much of or the kinds of things that you want to do during the diet. But in maintenance, mm -hmm. we bring the calories back up. Like she said, we encourage you to indulge in maybe some of the things that you had avoided, alcohol or pizza or whatever, within your allotted calories, right? Calories always matter. Yeah. And you hold on to that weight. And then when we start the next cut, right, we start from the same place that we left off. And even though I think the hardest part, and something you didn't say, I think because you're so far removed from it, but like everybody's first response during maintenance is like, but I don't want to stop. I don't want to stop losing yeah. weight. Right. They, you know, a lot of people have never had that kind of success for that long and they're worried that they're not going to get it again. Um, but you know, we, we talk about it like a faucet, right. When we're trying to lose weight, we turn the faucet on, we lose weight for a while, but then we got to turn that faucet off and allow our bodies to reset, right. Our bodies and our minds. So that by the time you're done with that maintenance period, 
you've forgotten how bad dieting sucks and you're willing to do it again. (laughs) No, that's, that's really true. Like you touched on that perfectly in the sense that you really, you, cause you're, you're in a rhythm, even though you're so fatigued, you don't realize it because you're like, okay, I'm, I'm succeeding. I'm losing weight. Why am I stopping? And I remember that first time I was like, no, but it's, it's going so well. You're like, yeah, but your brain is not functioning correctly. Like you need to, you need to take a break and like, just let it sit. And I was like, okay. So taking that break though, I don't think I realized the first time how much I needed that break because you do get a little consumed with the dieting, especially when it is going well, because you're like, oh, I just, I'm going to grab all of this weight loss that I can while I'm in this, but you don't realize how much your brain and your body needs to rest and just kind of come back. You're not, you're not stopping. You're just not going down as much, but your, your body really does need that rest. And I think I realized that about week two of my first maintenance, I was like, I needed this more than I thought I did because you you really do need that rest break. And then you go back into a cut somewhere eight weeks along the way, you go back into the next one. It takes a couple of weeks. And then all of a sudden you're right back down again. And you're like, Oh wait, I can do this. I can do the start stop. But it's not until that second cut that you realize it can still work. Right. And, and it's, the maintenance is so important. And I, I, I honestly say that the maintenance is the most important because if you can't do that, if you can't maintain, then you're going to constantly be, you're going to be in this habitual state of either dieting or gaining weight. Yeah. If you, if you can't learn how to maintain, then you are going to be cursed to be in either one, you know, either gaining or losing forever. So, you know, we really, really stress that maintenance. It's, it's a, if you can't do that, then this whole thing is, is just an act in futility because it's, it's, it never ends otherwise. Yeah. So, I think maintenance can be really important and honestly learning how to do that. It, it's not an easy thing to learn. It does take a couple times till you really get it. But if you can just stick with that, then you realize you, you, you do find the balance. It just, I, I will say it takes some time. It's not, you don't get it right out of the gate. I don't think any, anybody is perfect at it. And you've had the same conversation with everybody going into their first maintenance. It's like, just give it a couple of weeks, like stay on your calories, stay on your workouts and it works itself out. But it's yeah. that mental struggle. It, it does take, like I said, it takes about four weeks to really learn how to do maintenance to where you can find the balance and feel like, okay, I'm not dieting. I'm okay, but I'm staying in my calories and I'm not gaining or losing weight. After you figure that out, you realize how you can reel it back in. So like, say you do go on a vacation, you know, the next week, you just need to be very on top of all of your food and on top of your workouts and water and all of those things. And it comes back surprisingly. Yeah. And, and it's, it gets, it really helps people get rid of the fear of food that I think a lot of people have. And that's something that I talk about a lot is if I can, if I can just help people stop being afraid of different kinds of food or like, you know, oh, I'm afraid of carbs or I'm afraid of, you know, whatever the hell, like the food is not something to be feared, right? Food is fuel for your body. If there's mm-hmm. a particular kind of food that you like, then you should be able to eat that. You just need to understand that you can't maybe eat all of it, you know, and I think you, you already touched on that. But just giving people that ability to not be afraid of something that they need to sustain life, you know, like food, food is not, you know, 
overeating is a bad habit, but it's not something in the sense of like, you can, you can quit smoking for good, right? Like you can stop smoking forever and that's fine. You can't stop eating, right? (laughs) You have, you have to eat. You have to eat. (laughs) So to be, to be afraid of that and to feel, you know, it's, you have to, you have to learn the, the balance like you were talking about. And I think that might be one of the, one of the biggest takeaways that I love hearing from people is when they say like, I'm no longer afraid of eating what, you know, whatever that they used to be afraid of eating. Carbs. So Everybody's afraid of carbs. It won't die. I think that was my favorite thing in the beginning when I first started losing weight and people noticed they're like, Oh, are you doing keto? You gave up carbs. I was like, who gives up carbs? I was like, I work out really hard. Like I need carbs and I love pasta. So I figured out a way to eat pasta in my diet. And it's like, I, I love carbs and I needed carbs because I tried to cut carbs out. And you were like, wait, why are your carbs so low? And I was like, I'm exhausted. You're like, yeah, because you're not eating any carbs. Like you need to eat carbohydrates to fuel your body. And I think people are so afraid of carbs. And I'm like, carbs aren't bad. If all you eat is carbs, yes, that's bad. But you still need carbs and that balance does take that mental shift for a minute. Like you realize carbs aren't bad fats. You still need fats. Like that's why they're part of that macros is you still need fats and you just need to eat better fats and don't eat a bunch of fats. And it's all about the balance really. Any, anybody that's trying to get you to, to, to neglect an entire macro uh, macronutrient group. Typically it's, it's fats, uh, it's fats or carbs, right? Protein seems to be generally accepted as okay, but fats and carbs, you know, depending on who you're talking to, any any diet that's trying to get you to do that is setting you up for failure long term, because you're. I mean, I, I don't care what any. I, I wish I'll have I'll have a talk with any any keto zealot that wants to. Your body runs on carbohydrates. Your body loves carbohydrates. Your brain runs on glucose, which is sugar. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't tell me that your body is, you know, fat adapted or whatever stupid term you want to come up with because you decided not to eat carbohydrates. You know, I've always said that the, you know, the, the, the no carb thing or the no fat, it's like, it's like the, it's like the parent, it's like the no running with scissors diet. Right. So it's like, (laughs) instead of teaching your kid, instead of teaching somebody like, Hey, don't eat all the carbs. Like you can have carbs. Don't do that. It's like the, it's like the running with scissors approach. No, you just take them away. Right. You don't sit there and explain to your kid, like, probably shouldn't run with scissors because you fall, you're going to puncture your heart. Like that's not a good idea. No, you just take the scissors away. Right. And that's what those diets are. Instead of trying to teach people something and explaining it to them, you just take it away. Like, Oh, you can't be trusted with carbs. So we're just going to take them. Like, does it make, (laughs) these are adults. What are you talking about? They should understand. You just don't eat all the carbs. (laughs) Yeah. But it's, but I mean, that takes, you know, effort. I have to, you know, you have to, you have to teach people that you have to have them actually track the food that they take. And that's the issue is everybody wants to be in shape as long as it doesn't inconvenience them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's none of this in the beginning is, is ultra convenient, but you know, it's really inconvenient being fat all the time. Yeah. That is definitely an inconvenience. Yeah. That's not, it's not fun. So real quick, we're, we're about time here. What would you say, I always end like this, if, if, if there was somebody out there that's maybe where you were in December of 2019, um, you know, and hasn't gotten started yet, like what, what could you say uh, to them? What advice, better yet, 
talk to talk to them like you would talk to yourself, right? You're talking to yourself in 2019. What would you what would you say? Don't wait for the opportunity to come to you. Go get the opportunity while your motivation is there. If you even think to yourself for one second, I'm ready to go, go. Don't be like, oh, January 1st is around the corner. I'll just wait and have fun in December. Why wait? Like, there's never going to be a perfect opportunity. And you say it all the time. There's there's always another birthday celebration. There's always another, you know, party to go to. There's always another barbecue. Just don't wait. Start when your brain tells you that you're ready to go. You need to start then. And I think that is the best advice I gave myself was, I don't care if it's December. Why am I going to wait until January 1st when I'm ready now? I think that, I think that is great advice. That is, I think that's a, that's a great spot to end right there. Um, Tracy, thank you so much for, uh, for giving me your, your time on a Saturday morning. I don't know what, I don't know when we'll post, when we'll post this, but uh, Tracy got up and did this on a Saturday morning for me. So thank you very much for that. Um, I will talk to you uh, on our call next week. And uh, everybody else, you have a great day. Thanks for listening.